Hi guys, welcome to Farmer Fridays, where I get to interview agriculturists all over the state of West Virginia and now different parts of the nation. My name is Elizabeth Lynch and I am your current Miss West Virginia 2022. I'm really excited to talk to our special guests today. They have so much to promote when it comes to agriculture and so much to talk about, um, even though they aren't always in an agricultural position. And I think that's super important uh, to note that anyone, doesn't matter who you are, can promote and advocate for this industry. So let me go ahead and introduce the director of Libera Social Enterprise, and that's Kelsey. How are you doing today, Kelsey? Hi, Elizabeth. I am good. Thank you so much for having me on today. Well, go ahead and tell me a little bit about yourself. And if you have an agricultural background, go ahead and go into detail about that a little bit. Awesome. So my name is Kelsey Riggy. I work for a nonprofit that is based in West Virginia called Libera. And our goal is to empower girls in West Virginia and help them to live their most free lives. And I actually lead our social enterprise at Libera, which is the Lila Bear Explorer Club, which you are very familiar with now. Um, but we put together educational and inspirational subscription boxes for young girls that use the stories of women from Appalachia, places in Appalachia, to introduce girls to STEM education, also to encourage them to get outside and explore nature and help to boost their well-being and their confidence. So that is my day job currently. Um, I actually grew up on a farm, so I am definitely a farm girl, born and raised uh, my entire life. I grew up in Pennsylvania, and my family had a pig farm. So they were really at the beginning of the organic farming um, era. So we called our um, pork that my parents marketed fresh air pork because our pig operation was fully outdoors. Um, a lot of pig operations were indoors, um, but ours were all raised outside. And so I got to help feed the hogs. Um, I also uh, was in 4-H, so I raised pigs and showed and sold them. And then I would tag along with my dad and my mom to farmer's markets as well, where we would sell our pork. So born and raised farm girl here. Um, and I think it's really shaped a lot of who I am. I love that. I Actually, my next question is, how do you think that being raised on a farm or working in agriculture at such an, a young age has created who you are right now? So definitely teaches you to be a hard worker. Um, that's definitely something that I saw in my parents my whole life growing up. They were really first generational farmers. Mm -hmm. My dad grew up on a hobby farm. Um, my grandfather was a hobby farmist, um, but my dad was a part of FFA and he wanted to go big or go home uh, in the farming industry. And so he went big. Um, he also worked for some indoor um, pig operations. And then him and my mom really were passionate about outdoor um, mm -hmm. pig farming. And so they went out on their own, um, big risk takers, and started their outdoor operation. So just seeing them um, working so hard, chasing after their dreams um, to bring people really healthy um, pork products for them. Also, um, very important to them how the pigs were raised. Um, we would um, talk a lot about how our pigs were happy pigs 
throwing up outside, being able to roll around in the mud, um, eat grass, things like that, um, which a lot of people probably don't think about whenever they get their food um, from the farm, wanting to know, like, how was this animal raised um, mm -hmm. that I'm eating right now? So that was really important to us. Um, so seeing them chase their dreams, working hard to achieve it. A lot of people probably don't think about too, you know, farmers don't get a lot of time off. Right. Um, that was one thing that was hard for me growing up on a farm is in the summer, a lot of your friends are off from school. It's a lot of fun time going on vacations. Uh, we didn't get to go on many vacations because uh, my parents raised a thousand pigs at a time. So who are they going to have to come take care of um, the family farm whenever we're out on vacation? So just really seeing people chase their dreams and working hard to achieve them um, really kind of shaped who I am, always working hard in school, working hard as an employee, um, and then just wanting to do things that you're passionate about, working for the nonprofit that I work for, helping to empower young girls, help them live their most free version um, of the lives and helping them achieve their dreams, I really think stems from seeing my parents doing something that they were so passionate about. And now I wanted to do that um, growing up as an adult. Wow. I love that. And I, so I've been working with you for the past couple of months and I didn't know this about you, like this in depth. Um, so that's, that's awesome. That is so awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that story. Yeah. And I think being an agriculturist, a lot of people also don't understand how selfless this job is. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just, it's service work. And yeah. I look at, I've always looked at it as service work because you're constantly giving back to your community and those around you. And that's exactly what you do now in your job, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so the nonprofit that I work for, um, like I said, we're working with a lot of at-risk youth in West Virginia. So we're really helping to boost girls' mental health. We unfortunately have a mental health crisis for young girls across the U.S., not just here in West Virginia. Um, there was a new report from the CDC that came out earlier this year where close to 60% of young girls are having persistent feelings of hopelessness and sadness. Um, that's not a place that we want to be. These girls are going to grow up and they're really our next generation. Um, you know this, I know this, that girls are really the cornerstones of their families, their communities. So we need them to be mentally well so they can go on and do um, big things for our state and for our world. So we're really trying to help girls with their mental health. Um, we do this by leading um, peer support groups with girls in middle schools, mm -hmm. in uh, public school systems. We also work with girls that are incarcerated in juvenile detention centers. And then one of our new programs is really working with girls that are aging out of the foster care system. Unfortunately, in West Virginia, we have the highest rate per capita of youth that are in foster care. And then these youth that age out of the system when they turn 18, they don't have a support network around them. Um, they're high risk to be homeless, jobless, to end up incarcerated, um, to deal with drug addiction. A lot of them, unfortunately, are in the situation that they're in, in the foster care system because of high rates of substance use disorder among parents. So they are really at risk to suffer um, with some of those challenges. And so we're trying to come in, build a support network around them, um, doing our groups with them to boost their mental health, but then also doing job training with them, getting them ready to either further their education or maybe they want to get some technical skills or they want to enjoy, um, join um, 
employment right away, helping them prepare them for that. And then at the social enterprise, which I lead putting together our subscription boxes, we actually are hiring girls from our mentorship program that have formerly been in foster care to work at the social enterprise. So we are providing them with employment opportunities as well. I mean, how phenomenal is that? We, again, just another program in West Virginia that's just supporting West Virginians. Um, and, you know, I love any organization that pushes the the betterment of women and young women um, here in the state of West Virginia, too. So this is phenomenal. And every time I hear you talk about it, I get goosebumps because it's <laughs> it's it can it's huge. This is such a yeah. huge thing. Um, and if somebody is potentially interested in either becoming part of this program because they see that they do need help, how can mm -hmm. they do that? So we are a small team on our staff here at Libera. So we're able to do this work that we do because of the community support in mm -hmm. volunteers that we have. We call our community volunteers listener listeners. That is our number one value at Libera is to listen to girls, listen to women, share their story. And once we're able to learn from them, um, about their story, then we can connect them to the appropriate resources that they might need or the appropriate supports that they might need. So we call our um, community volunteers listeners. And so um, anybody can join that. Um, there is a training, but if you go to our website, which is www.liberawv.com, um, you can learn more about Libera there, but then also there'll be a button that says join a group. That's the first step for anybody that's interested in being one of our volunteers volunteers. Um, they're able to mentor youth, lead groups with youth, and just really be a support network for them. Um, so if you sign up to join a group, you'll do a Libera group with other women interested in becoming listeners. Um, we'll meet once a week for 10 weeks, and then there is a two-day, half-day training after that, and then we'll um, help you facilitate your first groups with girls, um, whether it's in the public schools or working directly with foster youth, and then um, you'll be able to lead the these groups and support and mentor girls in your community. Absolutely. And if you are a young girl in West Virginia that feels like they could benefit from these resources, do they also just follow that link as well? Yep. They can also go to join a group as well um, and they'll get connected to our team and then we will reach out to them about the opportunities available in their area. That's phenomenal. And for you guys at home, I'll go ahead and put that link on our comment section and right in the description of this video on top of tagging your Facebook and Instagram page so that people can keep up with what you guys are doing. That's that's such a huge thing. And you guys yeah, have this. Please follow us. Yeah. Uh, you know, follow them, you know, plugging that <laughs> big time. Um, but I also wanted to go into you've mentioned this a couple of times already your uh, Leela Bear Explore Her Club. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm super excited about this. And I think it also reaches not just young girls in the state of West Virginia, but boys as well. Mm -hmm. And now it's expanding all over the nation too. So can yeah. you go into this program and what you kind of hope to accomplish with it? Yeah, I would love to. I could talk about this all day. So thank <laughs> you for asking. Um, and we're so excited that you are a part of this. And I'll go into a little bit more detail there here in a second about that. But just in general, and I'll just show a box um, so people can see our logo. This is Lila Bear, the Lila Bear Explorer Club, um, which are these subscription boxes. 
that we put together here um, in Morgantown. Our office is based in Morgantown. Um, but what we're trying to do is really inspire and educate young girls and boys, like you said, um, in West Virginia, but even outside of West Virginia as well. Um, we want people to really know what we're doing here in West Virginia and in Appalachia. And so we are telling the stories of women from Appalachia um, or places within Appalachia. And we're using those stories or places to introduce kids to STEM education, um, also to really get them excited to go outside and explore nature. Um, a lot of kids are spending so much time behind screens. We want Absolutely. them to get outside. We want them to play, engage with nature. There's so many um, great mental health benefits of spending time in nature as well. And especially here in West Virginia and Appalachia, there is so much right here in our backyard to get out and explore and engage with. And then, um, like I mentioned at the beginning of this, we're really experiencing a mental health crisis um, among girls, um, around boys as well, but girls are kind of disproportionately affected by this crisis. And so we're trying to help boost their confidence levels. Um, during around puberty age, girls really start to lose confidence. Um, some studies show that their confidence levels drop by 30% or more. And a lot of times they don't ever regain this confidence um, even into adulthood. So we're really trying to boost their confidence um, and boost their well-being. And so some, for example, um, we just launched this last year at the end of the year. So this is still pretty new. So we launched one box so far, and this one tells the story of Katherine Johnson. If anybody has watched the movie Hidden Figures, they know Katherine Johnson. She's the main character from that movie. And if they haven't watched the movie, I highly recommend watching it. Yeah. It's really inspirational. It's a great family movie as well. And if you're from West Virginia, you 100% um, need to watch this movie. But she was a young African-American girl that grew up in Southern West Virginia, and she was a math genius, um, and she eventually went on to work at NASA as one of the first human computers. It's funny to think about, you know, all of the math that was done at NASA at one point was done by hand, um, mm -hmm. and Katherine Johnson was one of those first computers that would compute the math, math calculations um, for astronauts, and so she actually hand-computed some of the trajectories to get the first astronauts into orbit around um, Earth and then also to the moon, um, so a really well-known West Virginian, um, and so the first box that we did is all about space, getting kids excited to learn about space. We highlighted places that were within driving distance from West Virginia that they could go explore to learn more about space, like the Green Bank Observatory. Um, our boxes actually have a free bus tour um, in the box where they can take that to the Green Bank Observatory and get a free bus tour with their family. Um, and then we're trying to give kids actions. What are small steps that they can take to take better care of themselves, the planet, and their community, all related to space? Um, so that was the first box that we launched. We sell them on our website, um, which is www.lelabarexplorerclub.com. So you can learn more about it there. And then we'll be launching our next box in June, 
which we're both really excited about because it's going to be all about farming and agriculture. And so the Appalachian woman that we're featuring in this box is Miss West Virginia 2022, Elizabeth Lynch herself. Um, and so we're really, really excited to be able to share your story with young girls and young boys, not just here in West Virginia, but I've shipped boxes to Massachusetts, California, Tennessee, so other people can learn about West Virginia, what we're contributing to the world, and actually learn about your story. And kids can be inspired by here is a young female um, girl that's excited about agriculture. You are a scientist, but you're also a really amazing role model and inspiring girls to be more than just what people might label them um, and be so much more than that. Well, you're going to make me cry. Um, I've already done that enough this week. Um, so <laughs> thank you. Um, yes. Why do you think it's so important for young children to understand anything about agriculture? A lot of people don't assume that agriculture is a science, so mm -hmm. they don't really associate that with the STEM field, but it really is. So why do you think it's so important for people to learn about this? So I'll give my answer, but I think you could probably give a way better answer than me. Um, but I just think it's important to expose kids to as many things as possible. I have a young son. Um, he's five years old, and he absolutely loves anything with animals, mainly insects. So if we expose kids to all these different things, it just expands their world. And then maybe they take up this interest that if they were never exposed to it, they never would have been interested in it in the first place. Um, when it comes to STEM fields and women specifically, um, these are some of the most high paying fields are in STEM fields, but women are only represented less than 30% of the time. So for me, it's really important to expose girls to women in these fields um, because we really want to change, we want to close this wage gap that we're experiencing, especially here in West Virginia. We have one of the highest pay gaps between men and women, where women are only earning 74 cents for every one dollar that a man is earning. So if we can get girls specifically more interested in these fields, um, then they're going to have these higher paying jobs and these higher paying jobs that are right here and in West Virginia as well. So that to me is why it's important to expose girls to women that are in the sciences, in the STEM fields, and especially in agriculture. If we think about it, what's one thing, there's multiple things, but what is one thing that every human has to do every day? We have to eat. Exactly. Um, and not only do we need to eat, but we really need to nourish our bodies and feed our bodies healthy things. So the food that we're eating every day is coming from a farmer. And so if we didn't have people out here doing this work in these fields, um, in the agricultural sciences, we wouldn't have the food that we need to nourish our bodies every day. Um, so that's also a really important reason um, for one to bring awareness that, hey, there are farmers out here doing this work. A lot of them are here in West Virginia. Um, and it's also important to make sure that we're nourishing our bodies with the healthiest food um, that we can. Uh, our boxes also not only can families purchase them, but we also donate them to families. We have sponsors, um, businesses, leaders in the state that sponsor our boxes to give them away for free. Um, so far, we've been able to have over a thousand of them sponsored to give away to children in West Virginia Amazing. for free at schools. So for these kids as well, it's important for them to see that I can grow my own food um, in the farming and agriculture box that we're doing with you. They'll be able to grow their own microgreens and everything comes right in the box for them 
to do that. I've been growing microgreens for a few weeks now, um, just practicing doing it. And it's exciting for me to see that I can take my hands, put it in the dirt, take the seed, put it in there, water it. And within a couple of days, I have little sprouts. Um, and within a week, I have a full microgreen that I can then put on my sandwich or put on my eggs for breakfast um, and eat it. And I grew it myself. And I just think that that's so empowering for kids. And it gives a lot of access to these healthier foods that maybe kids um, in more under-resourced communities wouldn't have access to if they're growing it themselves. You said you wouldn't. Sorry, be able that to was a really that long question. answer. <laughs> um, you said you wouldn't be able to answer that. That's beautiful. You did that so well. I loved that. I definitely love that. Um, one of the exercises that I do with young children is I have them close their eyes and picture a farmer. And mm -hmm. every time it never fails, it's a man on a tractor or a man in yeah. overalls or, mm -hmm. you know, a man working in the field, but they never picture a woman. And that's mm -hmm. my job. That's where we come in yeah. and tell people that, yes, you can be a woman and be a farmer and get your hands mm -hmm. just as dirty as, as anybody else. Um, So I love that. And I just love this and exposure. Too, yeah. Like, and I know a lot of times people think of farmers on these big, like thousand acre farms and they have these large tractors. Uh, you could be a farmer on your back porch or in your backyard growing your own food. And you don't even have to have, like, I grew up on a farm. We didn't grow any produce. It just was um, our specialty was pigs and hogs. Mm -hmm. um, you could be a farmer that just does plants. You don't even have to have livestock or you could have both. Or you could be right in your own community growing food um, in pots on your porch um, or in your backyard. It doesn't have to be this huge, large farm. Um, and that's a lot of times what people think of. It can be smaller than that. Absolutely. And I tell people all the time that agriculture is so much more than cows, sows, and plows. Mm -hmm. You can be an <laughs> agricultural scientist and work in a lab mm -hmm. if you choose to. You can be yeah. an agricultural lawyer. So there's so many different fields that you can jump into if you want to work in the ag industry, but don't really want to get your hands dirty if you choose not to. Um, so I think this box is going to be a great way to push that. Um, and push that idea across West Virginia and different parts of the nation. So very mm -hmm. proud to be a small part of that and so proud to see that this is happening in West Virginia. Um, and you mentioned that there are so many different uh, businesses or leaders in our state that are sponsoring these boxes to give to uh, children in their areas. And I know Pilgrim's Pride is one of them, but mm -hmm. there's another one that I wanted to talk about, and that's Solar Holler. Mm -hmm. um, can you go ahead and talk about that partnership? Yes. So um, Solar Holler is a solar energy company that started in West Virginia, um, hoping, helping to power homes um, and businesses and nonprofits um, with solar energy here in West Virginia and beyond. And so they are one of our sponsors for the Farming and Agriculture Box. Um, and we are so excited. Um, they've been an amazing partner. And what they're doing is um, they are running a campaign May 1st through May 10th, um, so in a week, um, for anybody that wants to learn more about solar and the benefits of it for at your house um, and the benefits that solar can bring to you, they will, if you sign up to do a solar, a free virtual solar assessment, you don't even have to leave your house and it's completely free. Um, 
they will donate one of the Lila Bear boxes to a West Virginia youth. So if you've ever been curious about solar, or maybe this is the first time you've even thought about it, it's a great opportunity to learn more. Um, and they'll do it right on the spot, virtually with you, totally free, like I said. And then you'll be giving one of our boxes um, to a West Virginia youth for free. So it's a great way to learn about solar and promote agriculture for youth and get them excited about it. Um, so that's one way that they're helping to sponsor this box is that campaign May 1st through May 10th. Um, you can go to their website, www.solarholler.com um, to learn more about it. But then they also are providing one of these little sunflower um, seed starter kits in each of our farming and agriculture boxes. So if you buy one of our boxes um, or if you're a youth that receives one of our boxes for free, you'll be able to grow your uh, own sunflower, compliments of Solar Holler. And they also have this little booklet um, that teaches kids a little bit more about solar, you know, how it grows things like the sunflower that they'll be able to grow. And it has the instructions on how to grow your sunflower, but then also a little bit more about um, how solar works to not just grow things, but also it can be used to power things like your home. How amazing is that? I think I've said the word amazing like 17 times already, um, but I, I truly mean that from, from every part of me. This is phenomenal and a phenomenal opportunity. All you have to do at home is sign up for a virtual consultation, right? You go, you follow yeah. Solar Holler, you go right to their uh, website, sign mm -hmm. up for this virtual consultation, uh, speak to somebody for a couple of minutes, and that immediately gives one of these boxes to a youth in West Virginia. Yep. It's a win-win for everybody. Anyone can do this. This is so awesome. Um, and so I'll, again, I'll put this link right in this bio uh, so that you guys have just have to click it and sign up. But again, a great way to give back to your community in the state of West Virginia, a great way to teach more people about agriculture and a great way for you to learn a little bit about solar energy in your area. How cool mm -hmm. is that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I believe Solar Holler is also going to be on your show next week, maybe. Um, Absolutely. So if you're curious about learning more about solar, you can also can tune into that episode um, and Elizabeth will be interviewing them and they'll also be talking about the campaign and they can probably talk a lot, of, talk about it a lot better um, than I can. Oh, a lot of really giving away my secrets. Happening. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's perfect. Usually at the end of my, my episode, I'm like, tune in to see who I've got next week. Oh, well, well you can you guys that know. part out. No, it's okay. You you guys uh, remember, <laughs> put it on your calendar that next week we're going to be interviewing Solar Holler to get a little bit more information about what they do here in West Virginia um, and how they've promoted the agricultural industry, what they've done for the ag industry, and what they've done for the youth in West Virginia. And of course, how they've partnered with the uh, Leela Bear uh, Explorer Club. This is a phenomenal opportunity. Um, and I, I know that you know a little bit about this too, but I'm, I'm going to go into this next week with them. Uh, they also did solar panels for a poultry farm in West Virginia, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, that's I believe awesome. it's Oak Tree Farm. Oh, that's so cool. I'll talk to them a little bit about that. Um, but that's so neat. I just get so excited. So you are starting this campaign. This is starting, um, so for it's May 1st or the 10th. Yeah. All right. And then the boxes officially drop on June 1st, correct? 
Yep, the boxes will be available for families to go to our website. You can purchase them online. Um, if you want, I have some of the items for the box here. If you wanted me to do a quick kind of show and tell so people would have a little bit of an idea of what they would be getting from this box, um, I can do that. But they'll be available starting in June uh, for families to go online and purchase. And we'll ship them right to your home. All right, guys. Are you ready to see something super awesome? Kelsey, take it away. So this is a little bit of a sneak peek, um, but if you were interested in um, getting one of our Lila Bear Explore Her Club boxes that we partnered with Elizabeth to teach kids about farming and agriculture, um, you would just go to our website and purchase one. And this isn't all of the items, but this is the ones I have in-house right now, and you'll get a little bit of a sneak peek. I already showed you the items that were provided by Solar Holler. So we have our little sunflower seed starter kit and their little booklet to teach you more about solar energy and how to plant your sunflower. But then we're also going to provide you with seed starter kits to grow your own microgreens. Um, so there'll be pea and radish microgreens. And we have um, these little soil pods as well that you'll just plop in water and they expand. Uh, but then we're really excited too to also teach kids about composting and ways for them to be more sustainable when it comes to farming and just in general. Um, but whenever they grow their microgreens, they'll also use part of the box itself to cut it up, put it in the bottom of their little pots as well um, as a way to use the box in more sustainable um, farming and planting. And then we'll have recipes for the kids to be able to use with their pea and radish microgreens. Oh, that's so cool. But they grow so fast. Like I said, I grew them and it was so exciting um, for me just to watch them grow inside my house on my windowsill. That's so neat. Um, and then we have this little cow that they'll be able to build. Hopefully you can see it okay, but it's kind of like little Lego pieces and there's instructions on how to do it. And so kids can just follow the instructions and build their own little cow. And here's our little seeds for our microgreens. Um, and then to be able to help them measure like a real scientist, how their seeds are growing, um, the Miss West Virginia organization and Elizabeth actually provided these little rulers for them to be able to measure uh, their little plants and track their progress. Like a real scientist. And we have a little postcard here um, from Elizabeth and the Miss America organization sharing more about um, Miss America and the benefits for girls participating in that program. This is my favorite item. My favorite item in every book or every box is always the book. Um, so this is the farm anatomy book and it teaches kids a lot about the various um, parts of farming That's and awesome. ag. And then it has little activities that the kids can do um, in it as well. Some of it involves getting your hands dirty. Oh, perfect. We love that. Yes, I do too. <laughs> um, and then the West Virginia Department of Agriculture also provided these coloring books um, too that kids will be able to do. This is just a bonus item as well, but you can learn more about the Department of Agriculture too. And then for kids to be able to go to the farmer's market and be more sustainable as well, we have this little farmer's market tote for them to take with Lila Bear's logo on it. Uh, they could write their name on it, also color in Lila Bear's face if they wanted to, and they would be able to go get their own fresh produce um, from the farmer's market with their tote. So um, we'll also have stickers in them. We always provide stickers with little affirmations and sayings on them. And then we create a booklet that I don't have yet um, that we have still have to get printed. And it will be um, a little booklet that we um, include 
This is the one from the last box that we did, but we'll have our biography about our female feature, which will be Miss West Virginia. This one was Katherine Johnson to learn more about her story, um, little places that you can go explore to learn more. Um, we're going to have a scavenger hunt in the farming and agriculture box for kids to be able to do a farm scavenger hunt. And then the little actions that you can take to help um, help love yourself better, help love the community better, and help love the planet better. That will be all related to farming and agriculture. So that's a little bit of a sneak peek. Um, not everything, but just some things to get families and kids excited. Um, and of course, whenever you purchase our boxes, we are a social enterprise. So all of the funding goes back to fund our nonprofit programs that we do with at-risk youth and also providing a form of employment for girls that have aged out of foster care. So it's a win-win. A uh, you'll be learning about Appalachia, teaching kids about agricultural sciences, fun activities for them to do, for the whole family to enjoy, but then also giving back to a nonprofit um, that's helping to empower girls across West Virginia. I cannot wait to buy this. I'm going to buy so many. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah. And if say maybe, for example, um, you're somebody listening and you maybe don't have any kids in your life to buy for, you also can go to our website and you can give a box or give multiple boxes. So maybe you really love this idea. You want to promote agriculture for youth in West Virginia. You can go to the website, click on give a box, and it'll be a way for you to donate boxes to West Virginia um, youth. So you can still be involved, even if you don't have a kiddo in your family. That's amazing. Again, amazing. One more time. Um, but I know at one point you mentioned something about turning the box into a little greenhouse. Are you still able to do that? Yes. So we decided to not do the greenhouse idea because we were afraid okay. that the box would kind of start disintegrating yeah. um, too quickly. Um, we will use it, though. We'll have instructions for whenever you're doing your microgreens. You'll put your microgreens in the box. Put a plastic bag over top, let your microgreens live in there for a couple of days um, for them to start growing and germinate, and then you'll take them out. But what we are going to do is have the kids use the box as a composter so they can either put their food scraps or even their um, soil left over from their microgreens, put it in the box, put it outside, use it as a composter. Or they can um, rip up the box or cut up the box into tinier shreds and they can use it as a composting medium and put it in a larger composter as well. Amazing. Um, so guys listening at home, please run, don't walk, run to their website to check out more information, see how you can help out, um, maybe see if this is something that you want to be involved in personally um, and just promote this organization as much as you can, because I talk to, to kids all the time about giving back to their community, but you guys are doing it every single day and making a huge difference. Um, I've got two more quick questions for you left. The first one is, can you tell me about one success story that really means a lot to you that you've come across while working in this organization? So, so many success um, stories, I would say. Uh, I think for me, one of the most recent ones, which is really exciting, is being able to hire our first mentee from our Transitional Foster Youth Mentorship Program, um, being able to give her part-time employment in a safe environment where she's earning a living wage, Teaching her, teaching her job skills. She'd never really had a job before, um, but just having a safe place for her to come and work, learn these skills, and then helping prepare her for the future and helping her realize her dreams. So that is one of the most recent success stories that I was really excited to be a part of. 
And I'm sure that makes your heart feel really good too. Um, it does. So my last question for you is something that I ask every single person that comes on my podcast. Um, so you know a little bit about FFA. And the beginning of the FFA creed begins with, I believe in the future of agriculture. So why do you believe in the future of agriculture? Um, I believe in the future of agriculture because I believe in this next generation that is coming up. Um, I feel like they really care about what is going on for the world. They really care about making um, the world a better place for themselves and also future generations. So I would say for me, I really believe in the future of agriculture because I believe in the next generation and really you, Elizabeth, being part of that next generation, um, helping to promote agriculture and why it's so important. Um, that's why I really believe because I believe in people like you that are coming up behind you and with you that are going to help lead the charge. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you for sharing all of this amazing information and your story well, guys, unfortunately, I can't keep going. I wish I could, but that's the end of our <laughs> Farmer Friday interview today. Please tune in next week to hear from Solar Holler and hear about how you can continue helping out the state of West Virginia, the Lee Bear Explorer Club, and of course, um, the Libera organization. So thank you guys very much for listening. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks, Elizabeth. <laughs>